Bring the thing. We can plug into it. It's probably got a jack. Probably got a jack. Yeah. I mean, right? Yeah. yeah we can plug it in and record it at least. We've got the software. We're recording this the right now. What's the easy part? Right? I'm, I'm recording and I'm okay, not well, since stopping. We're recording. So. Let's go ahead and start with the big question. Jacob's been out of town and performing. Uh, duties, society duties. Uh, I don't want to say ministerial, although you played the part of a. I did. I ministered. What did you do? Somebody's on my phone right in the middle of the big show. I. Uh, you were we a church guy or something, pause. or uh, what were you doing? I actually ministered uh, the same wedding twice. Uh, got it wrong and had to go back. I got it right, hey, but the bride's the bride's uh, mom got it wrong, uh, yeah, and she showed up late. So I re. I re-administered those same vows uh, so that she could see it, because otherwise it was going to be, you know, a bit of a a, a, a blow up. She was she was upset that she missed it, but she was getting ready. It's like, what are you doing? The what the the card said forty minutes ago, you know. So, but it was fun. I've never uh, I've never administered uh, a wedding in the state of Louisiana before. I did it in Florida once. Yeah. Okay, well, I was on the phone being impolite, you know, using the phone when I'm supposed to be making uh, making media. So, uh, how'd you do you it go. twice? What's up? Yeah, well, hey. we did it, and it went great, and I read through all this stuff, and they put on the rings, and we said, it's my pleasure, my honor to introduce for the first time Mr. and Ms. Zach McMath. And uh, then we walked into the party, and I we're at the Blue Moon, so I get a drink. And eventually they come up and say, hey, man, come, you know, we got to sign the stuff. And so we sign the stuff. And then her moms walk in. Her moms walked in after the fact. Yes. Yes. And said, uh, said you got to redo this so we can see it go down. Well, they didn't. They weren't ready. They were. They thought it hadn't started because they hadn't been fully, you know, per, per, dutied up. And oh, so we man. did redid the thing. Well, I, that's cool of you yeah. to take care of the moms. It was fun. It, yeah. that, it was a, a rather expedited second ceremony but <laughs> well as long as everybody got their little jollies and, yeah. and they're officially married now they can do the horizontal Big bob time. without christian I, oversight or i anything. just filed it today so we'll Good see if them. it takes i gotta you filed it and everything yeah. god do they know what they were risking to R- let you handle their paperwork they registration were, they were risking ed because in i'm this telling parish, i know you very well i love you to death but th- trusting I, you to file the paperwork well well and, and they to, not, to get oh, it re- so, so i had to show up to the clerk of court the day before the wedding. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I just went because I was like, you know, let me go make sure everything's cool. <laughs> no, everything was not cool, Jacob. You had to take this thing that they uh, presented to me. I had to go get it notarized, present it back to them. But I did it. I did it. So this see, is, you, getting, must, you must really want to help these people be they're good harmoniously married or whatever. And I'm just like getting to that <laughs> age where, uh, although I think my voice on this radio show is still cracking because I don't have that figured out, <laughs> I do have figured out that you got to show up a little earlier than you might think to get stuff done. So this has been some, this is a legendary weekend. You handled yes. paperwork professionally and, and you learned something about being ahead of time instead of on time. And then I got to the airport. Jacob, Jacob to, I heard to fly to my cousin's wedding. I barely and know. And you made it to the airport and everything? Yeah. 
Yeah. Way early. Did they jiggle your junk at the airport? How bad was the frisking or anything? They never do. They don't care about you? You don't look like a terrorist. Yeah, but I thought I was was hoping I was at least good looking and they'd want to get a a, a handle. But no, they never want to grab on me. Those guys get the feeling better looking guys than you. Don't don't flatter yourself. I don't look like, I look like I might be smuggling drugs, but not explosives. Yeah, you heard my story about getting stuck at the Denver airport, right? No, I don't think so. Oh, this is bizarre and I'm Uh going to tell it because it, all right, so we're in line at the Denver airport. Well, we've been in line like 30 minutes. We get up to the place, and there's a, a counter, and I'm standing at the counter, and I hand him my driver's license, which you got to show him with the ticket. <clears throat> and he starts looking at it like, you know, it's something fishy here. And to the left of me, I'm at one podium. To the left of me, these people are coming up. You know, they got, uh, they're got they dressed in, uh, you know, they got burkas on, and <laughs> one of them's got a backpack with a lit fuse sticking out of it and all kind of stuff. <laughs> he's just waving him through, and he's yeah. looking at my driver's license, and he says, uh, uh, I'm going to have to take a look at this. And he takes out a jeweler's loop, like a magnifier, and he looks at Come the on. date. And it's been rubbed. You know, it's like six years old. It's yeah. been rubbed, and the six looks like a zero or something. And he goes, hey, Pete, come over here. And the supervisor comes over, and he looks at it through the loop. And this is like holding up the line. And people are going past me on the left, like literally – if anybody looks, you know, and I'm a stereotyper in this case, they look like bombers to me. At least you want to you want to <laughs> do something to them. They say, hurry up, y'all go. And this guy here, Dalton, his driver's license to get past us. They take me, they say, they take me to the back room. And this lady in the back room, very professional, she has a binder. And it doesn't say literally on the cover what to do if you don't know what to do. But it oh was clearly gosh. the what do you do now binder. Yeah. And she turns to a page and calls somebody on the phone. And I'm sitting next to her and she says, yeah, I got this guy. And, Drop your drawers. Uh, he's, doing a, no, he's doing a 9-11-362 something <laughs> other. And, One of those. And she says, yeah, well, I'll ask him. And she says to me, do you have any other forms of identification? First time they've asked. I said, well, I got the driver's license you have and I got some, you know, these uh, credit cards and a library card doesn't have my name on it. It's just a card swipe. And I said, I got this Sam's card with a picture on it. Yeah. And you know what a Sam's card picture looks like? It's four pixels. Oh, I got my Costco <laughs> card. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's like four pixels. Yeah. Like a worm. <laughs> yeah. <on laughs> and I said, I like I one of these. And she says, Well, let me see that. And she talks to the guy on the phone and they and she says, uh, Okay, well, you can go. <laughs> the Sam's card got me off the hook. Whoa. My wife is practically hysterical. She went through the line ahead of me, and yeah. she didn't know they pulled me out of line. She couldn't find me. She's over there practically screaming. My husband's missing in an airport. I saw this yeah. movie already. Uh, 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 was the flight time um, racing? I mean, were y'all anywhere? Oh close no, we had plenty to, of time. Okay, yeah, you know, yeah. you always get to the airport the day ahead. Exactly. And spend fifty bucks on a warm Coca Cola. <laughs> so, okay, well, but we started funny. off with a different topic, didn't we? What did something. Now we're in security <laughs> theater. I mean, Denver, that's where I was flying to, but I flew out of Lansing, Michigan, and I had four smoke bombs in my backpack I'd forgotten about. Yeah. Well, I just casually <laughs> forgot smoke bombs. Andy, 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 I don't know you very well. I'm move this microphone a little closer to you, Andy. At this point, okay, it's right here. Uh, at this right. point, uh, let's go ahead and go back to what you just said about the smoke bombs. We're getting on Lansing. Lansing is curious, but smoke Lansing, bombs is curious. Yeah, airports yes. are, you know, they're great airports up there. But I, uh, I had from the Fourth of July smoke bombs that I had in my bag and not taken out. I just threw some stuff in for okay. the plane. All right, that's slightly and better. Went, went, <laughs> went straight through the X-ray machine thing. No problems, nothing. I got good to the, know. Good to know. I got on the thing. We were out in Colorado, and I went through my bag, and I told my cousin, "Oh, look, I got some smoke bombs. Let's go light them up." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, how did you get those to the airport?" Yeah, you're lucky. You're lucky I just did. 
Well, last year you look like you got that long hair. You look like a bomber uh, kind of guy. <laughs> like you might be taking I, bombs into a federal email. building or something like that. <laughs> yeah. You said smoke bombs. That was okay. Yeah, my, my sister, like a few years after 9-11, she uh, goes to swipe some cigarettes before taking a trip to where I just flew up to, our family home up in Belton, Missouri. And so she reaches in the drawer where, no, those aren't cigarettes. That's my pot. <laughs> and so she takes, she might have, there might have been two or three cigarettes in it, but it was definitely some either joints or some weed buds. And she flew with that. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't notice until she got up there, you know. And well, there you so go. It's like, it's so you got to smoke them while you're up there, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, everything about the TSA is deep. Yeah. Let's, let's get, we'll just go straight <laughs> to the chase. Our personal stories are nothing compared to what goes through there every day. Yeah. And it's theater to the max. It's not even good theater. It's yeah. expensive, troublesome, <laughs> and boring. But it's a fraud. It's a major fraud. Totally. Totally, so, yeah. <clears throat> there we go. That, mine sounds better now. Okay. As you know, ladies and gentlemen, we're always working on the audio to <laughs> yeah. perfect. By the end, it'll to be perfect. perfect. the name of this show. By the way, let's introduce <laughs> the program. The name? No, no. Tune we're in still next week. Tune in next week is the name of our program. We That's have right. a, We have a captive with us today. You would call him a guest. We're, we're calling him a captive. His name's Andy Weller. He's sitting over here on the left. Welcome, uh, welcome. If we're Thank recording you. video, wave, Andy, in case we no, might. We're not. We, I didn't. Whatever. We forgot the audio. Sometimes okay. we do. Well, Andy waved. You at home could hear that. And then, of course, uh Host and co-host, co-conspirator Jacob over there <laughs> is adjusting and perfecting now it's our, good. our Tune In Next Week program. I'm too loud, <clears throat> I noticed, so I padded you. myself. Today's topic... Now I'm going to pat myself. <laughs> What's today's topic? Now, uh, today's topic is um, the theater of life, that every man is, and woman are uh, players on a stage, and in our time, we play many parts. And one of those parts is security I'm, person. Yes, I'm, I'm working on my part, and so I think I got the wrong script sometime. You know, my life. Oh, I heard, I so heard you. I heard you were playing the part of uh, Facebook person yesterday. Jim said, oh, "I saw him saying something." He said, "I was gonna." I think Jim uh, from Freedom Forum was just oh, too Crumley? busy yeah. to uh, okay. engage, and he said, "Oh yeah, it was talking about something." I think it's low mayor stuff, or yeah, um, oh yeah. I'm, I didn't know Jim was following me. I'm always on Facebook, just kind of trying to ask questions and see if I can get legitimate answers. <laughs> yes, so, you know, you're, I, you're hunting. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, you know, it, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be sincerely you know, honest with you and tell you, I'm very, very troubled that this Josh guy is going to end up being the mayor. And yeah. every person I know that knows him tells me he's a really nice guy. He's not an idiot. And all that's great, except he's not even remotely qualified, and he's running with thieves. And the thieves he runs with is what I don't like. Yeah. If, if he was uh, uh, philosophically opposed to me on political issues, that would be one thing. But honestly, in ethics, you know, that transitions, and he's running with liars and thieves. And for but that, I, I have to say— about I don't want that kind of person leading. We got one leading our country. I don't. Yeah. I don't want one leading my community. It's just not what I don't need an Ezra Responi doing it either. These oh, people yeah, are Respone, these people are haters, and, and we don't ass. we don't need haters. We need, well, well, we don't need people who think government is a business because it isn't, isn't a business. <laughs> not a that's business. not what this is. No, but it that's, is an entity. It is an objective. It's a societal structure. Is what it is. Yeah, we constructed man. it, and, and we and it's a, <clears> it's, but, it's supposed to profess how we want our society to form. Yeah, but when you it know, comes to a, Josh Guillory, I don't, I don't like his conservative beliefs, but I've liked the guy. Every interaction I've had with him, I That's kind of how I am, too, to yeah. As a person, I don't have a problem with him at yeah. all. Yeah, well, well, and I think that could mean that because... He has a shot at having a heart. 
Other people yes. have told me the you same know, how thing. How many people they said, are we? Yeah. 250,000 and 100,000 yeah, of us voted. M- many, many other people have said to me, Ed, don't judge him by the people he hangs out with. He's not like that. Yeah, uh, we'll, He we'll just see. talks that way and I, lets them talk that way with his name on it, which makes me question his backbone. Yeah. Military veteran. Yeah. And step well, well, up I, and say, well, I don't believe the stuff these people are saying. Well, the thing that I always laugh at is uh, his line, which I hear from you know conservatives all the time. Oh, you know, I'm not ever going to raise your taxes. If we need money, we'll go to Baton Rouge. We'll yeah. go to D.C. <laughs> and get it from not get taxes. Tax like, money that we're yeah. don't, we don't want to pay for this stuff, but we want this stuff. It's, yeah. it's really and just somehow or another, getting the money from Baton Rouge is not tax money yes. anymore. The yeah. fact that Louisiana gets 46 or 7% of its entire budget from the federal government. Exactly. You know we're that we we're are the, a red state, which are, means we take more we than are we the, do. We are the one of the very reddest of yes. red states, I think, New Mexico. We are way up in the... On the tit side of the people, yes, and we're we're the ones who yelling that the milk ain't right, and we're taking yes. all we can get. And yeah, so, we're the baby, the crying baby. It, we are the howling, and and crying and howling is working right now. Our society's kind of on the. Uh, 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 we're in the middle of being angry is is powerful, and it's easy to move. And until so people start making their own adjustments from anger and fear, uh, you know, one love and all that, I think that's. I mean, they may be naive, but yeah. we don't have to be haters to move together and reconcile our differences. Yeah, but you can't I, do it with lying. I think the uh, I think that pendulum is is reaching the crest or the zenith or whatever, and it's about to swing the other way. Or maybe it re- did recently, and it's swinging the other way. But uh, man, it needs to. We we have gotten so far. It's it's weird that for me, the people who espouse conservatism. And for me, conservatism is is like a really good principle that I espouse. If if I were, if it's legitimate well, conservatism, well, the, and I'm being honest, I'm be, not because, a, I'm not in a I'm not in a, in a opposition. I got yeah, yeah, I don't have any real problems with conservatism. Well, well because conservatism for me <clears throat> is fiscal responsibility, staying out of other people's business, doing the things that you say you're going to do, honesty, integrity. Okay, so what conservatism actually represents, it seems, in the U.S. is Complete lying to our face about what you want versus what you vote for. <laughs> Picking a moral issue, one or two, to stand on, to seem like you care about people, and then at every step, hurting living people, living oh, yeah. human citizens, oh, yeah. taking away the things that we as taxpayers pay for and giving it to people who don't business interest people who don't even know they're getting it they have so much already they don't yes. even feel the impact of the increase why don't why don't we talk about trump raising taxes that's what i don't get he's raised taxes in every single sphere he's raised our payroll taxes well more he's than that raised- he's lowered your take home under any circumstance mm-hmm. that you divide it you're making less than you've made ever, and your productivity per income is super it's duper low compared higher. to history. It's never no, no, no productivity. Oh, oh, well, productivity I'm, uh, to your income. ratio. You're right. Yeah, sorry, you're, you're absolutely you're, right. You're you're doing way more for less than you've yes. ever done. You're poorer now than you've ever been outside of slave days. And in, for me, there's a very very real. There's a, to say that we don't have slaves now is just terminology. People who are working for ten bucks an hour doing jobs that nobody should be doing at all. I mean, people have to, but nobody should be doing these they, jobs. They, of course they Those, should be doing it. If there's they, a job they, to they be are done, virtually slaves. We should do it, they, but we should well, pay... Look, we should look, pay proportionate to the... We should have the, the kind of income level that is representative of our GDP. If you really want to talk about it, 
It's twenty trillion dollars a year. Okay, so I'll, twenty trillion. Can, give them twenty dollars an hour. I can work. We, that. The money is there. It exists. Now, oh, the now money some, totally exists. Some small businesses can't afford to pay oh. all their workers twenty dollars an hour, but we can afford as a country to subsidize to find the a difference. Way, yes. All you got to do is subsidize the difference. Do do income matching. That's an incentive to go get a job. Every There's dollar so the company solutions. pays you, the the federal government takes it from people who don't even know they're going to miss it and gives it to you. And I say gives it to you. You're incentivized to work. Now we're giving you enough money to eat. Andy, he was with us here today. We're, Y'all, we're, I say, he's uh, he's working. Really, he's disabled and he's getting by on a disability check. We we are going to tell people and pat ourselves on the back. Andy, you got it made, motherfucker. Oh yeah, you don't right. Do shit, yeah, exactly. But go to the mailbox. You get nineteen dollars. You got it made in the shape. Well, ask Andy. <laughs> and this, I'm not trying to get personal. Andy is a metaphor for people who are blamed for society's ills. When society's ills are the blamers, not the the people who need the help. It's just absurd that and. Speak for yourself, Andy. I'm telling people that you're that you're being pooped on. Uh, I am. I, <laughs> there's getting, really no incentive for me to get a job other yeah. than I want a couple extra bucks so I can go out to dinner once a month or you know do something other than pay my bills. So, yeah. Oh, I know a lot of people who have an incentive to not work because that's the only way they can be cared for. It's, health yeah, insurance uh, we have wise. people around here, and quite a few of them, that say straight up that they can't make money because if, then if they, can't make enough, they can't make en- enough to live as badly as they do now. And that's, the, and that's we can fix those things pretty straightforward. And it's yes. all it's almost all math, but you got to have a heart we, with your we math. We can fix and, these things and save money and increase the power of the economy. We can do those three things, but we won't because... Our government <laughs> levers are captured by the industry. people at the top. They That's have the they have nothing. The idea that we're ever going to change it as a society is not going to happen because of podcasting. It's right. going to happen because <laughs> there's going to be a societal eruption. It's usually yes. a war, a coup d'état. Either, either uh, enough rich uh, people will be killed uh, in a short span of time. Uh, uh, by calculated they, means, uh, hackers or, will hackers will forever erase their fortunes, or some kind that's of way. A cool scenario, yeah. yeah, that could that could happen. So you can't. In the old days, you went to the bank and took their money, literally. You know, like I'm taking your cash, and you don't have it. You're poor you'd now. Still have to physically so. destroy a lot of servers. I mean, you, oh, it's not sure, like you'd you be would. able to do yeah. that on just with you know some swordfish. You're, you're pretty sure they got backup for that, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, the global <laughs> financial system. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you, we wouldn't have to do that. If we would just take control legislatively, we've had activist government in the past that protects you and me. We can have it in the future. But either we get that or people are going to die. And it's not just the people who die every day. In order for us to get that's the reality. In, in order for us I to can't get a wait society to see that, one of those two things, and I don't yeah. care which it is, because I do not have the kind of I definitely have a psychopathy when it comes to the rich. Because it seems that there's an institutional psychopathy against the unrich. Oh, there totally is. So, you know, I just can't feel as much for them as I feel for the people I see in the street every day. Well, that's why you and I do a podcast together as opposed to it's a debate. It's two guys bitching about the other. It's it's (laughs) commiseration, man, and I feel better after. Yeah, there's a lot of therapy that goes on in this room. And to be able to (laughs) vent to the – you know, we have, Andy, just for your information, uh, our audience is – uh, it's been measured in the dozens. Yeah, I know. That's, collect- that's collectively. That's not. That's not all at once. That's collectively over the thirty-five episodes we've done. Yeah. So all right. Uh, but we do this just like talking to a therapist. Only it's free. 
right? <laughs> yeah. but, uh, well, to the rich people, why why aren't we like finding a way for them to support our country? They've got forty billion dollars sitting in the bank. Who needs forty billion? Forty billion. I mean, they have tens of trillions of dollars yeah. in liquid sitting, not liquid, being yeah, oh, yeah, not being. Not to right. talk but about the, taxing. The, They're just not. Spending. The reason we are not changing that. Is not because the rich people are not being asked. They're, they're not afraid. being asked by force. They've made us believe, and by us I mean the vast majority of voters. And we're we're living in the heated part of those kind of voters' discussions right now. They honestly believe that making those billionaires pay higher taxes is somehow them. another a threat to their way of life, and it's mm. un-American. And they are willing to literally, in their own place, eat beans and happily eat those beans looking down their nose at a guy who only has ramen and no beans. And they're happy to do that because they're better than those bums who are taking free shit. And those billionaires, they earned it, bro. They earned everything. Well, that's bullshit. No, they didn't. Uh, well, no, you and I know that. Yeah. Uh, but the mindset they, that the mindset that is voting these people into power is convinced against their own eyes, their own ears, their own empty stomachs, their own coal mines that are now whatever I, I, coal mines are. It's, it's got to be some lack of philosophy and history because if you just look a little ways either either way. I read the book. They're crazy. The whole Republican Party is <laughs> but crazy. But it's not. But but see, man, that is a cop out. It is. It is. <laughs> we the, the people are crazy for allowing the illusion of a Republican and a Democratic Party that somehow has our care best interest at, at heart. All, yeah, care that's one a, whit. Right. Yeah, that's another illusion. I mean, that's the scary thing to me. Is it's it's the cave thing, man. I see these shadow puppets dancing, and I see everybody watching them, and it's. It's just not the thing. The real thing are the billionaires happy that we think it's Republicans and Democrats and not <clears throat> the billionaires. Those are the oh, ones yeah. making yeah. all the decisions. All Absolutely. The, the reason 100%. we have Obamacare. It's not, oh, thank God we got something. And, oh, that dang Obama. It's no. See, you thought there was reform when there wasn't. It was just yeah. more I was about customers to say, at the end lawfully of the, at the, made to become customers. At the very end of the day, oh, the whole Obamacare thing was a boon to the insurance industry. Yeah. Those guys got richer and healthcare got discussably better, but arguably not so much. Uh, and it's all a giant... It's like the it's TSA. It's like it's the TSA. We they've shown us out. that they're protecting us, and so we think they are. Insurance. It, uh, that's a whole show. If we ever need a topic, and frequently we start <laughs> without one, let's talk about the insurance industry. Yeah. and how convoluted we've allowed it to become. Hey, man, you can you can insure my car. That's cool. You yeah. can insure a lot of things that I am not that I wasn't given at birth by fortune and fate. Okay. The other countries, all of them, man. Mexico, is Mexico really that much better than we are? They've all figured it out. We've got to get there. I mean, nothing else matters before we fix that. Well, I'm going to set you Be- up by that's saying... Because that'll set a tone. Well, uh, you know, in Mexico, they, they don't have the best doctors in the whole world, and we do. Yeah, well, they have better health outcomes. <laughs> they have better health really? outcomes than the well, U.S. Well, I set they you have, up knowing that's where you're headed. Yeah, lower yeah. infant mortality, lower yeah. mother... The mothers die in childbirth less frequently in Mexico, people. In get the Philippines, in there's like 59 countries that have a, a yeah. higher infant mortality or lower infant lower, mortality yeah. rate than we do. We are on the, on the spectrum of health care. We have the very best doctors for the very rich people and everybody yeah. else we're on the last tit close to the asshole of the dog yeah. we are we are second hind tit is what we call that yes. when i was young and we're bragging about it because we think we're up there next to the mommy no we're just one step away from the shithole 
and yeah, we're, we're we, and we're fighting about that. Like we're hoping to maintain. Well, the shit. we're not. We're not. We're you know we're fighting about other things. Around, we let around. ourselves fight about you know the, yeah. these 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 illusory things. I mean, you know, the, this impeachment thing, man. This this well, impeachment thing. What you know, we waited so long. We waited until. You know, the, the election has been going for a year now. We've yeah, been talking yeah, yeah, about yeah, who's going to be yeah. president now for a year and a half. We finally get around to it. What, what are the optics? Not good. They're well, not it, good. The, they don't help. The Democrats had no choice. If they keep letting this go without standing their ground somewhere, they should have stood it a long time ago. Cleared could, the field. They could hold hearings. They don't need any. Maybe that's true, too. They, just, they, maybe that's, you know, I didn't even think of it in those terms. To me, they absolutely had to take a stand somewhere other than a, a sternly worded letter. But the thing and, is. And yeah, maybe hearings would have been a good but, thing. But, I, yeah, but the thing good. is that the Democrats, what do they take a stand against? Not the system. <laughs> the guy, the other guy, the, the yeah. foil. They're, they're heel. They're the good yeah. guys and the heel. In the Republican Party, well, maybe, maybe Trump's still the heel. I don't know how that works. But it's still the narrative, man. They're propping it up. They don't give two craps about actual That's, reform. No, they, no, nobody's going to fix anything. No, we can't fix what's broken because it's. We know how to work the broken thing. Yeah. If we have to fix it, that would imply something's wrong. We don't want to admit that. <laughs> And that's a huge part of our yeah, problem we is we don't want to admit there's anything reform, wrong. That lazy, unsexy <laughs> thing that Gal Gore was talking the, about, that is the fundamental thing know, we need. It would be a whole lot easier to fix elections if we took the money out. And yeah. The, and, we're, and, how, and, and then so. what do you do? I mean, then, then you know what? Then we have to prop back up local, uh, local networks. We have to say, you know, you get some kind of public support if you need it. And in exchange, when those election times come... You don't get programming. You know, there's going to be an hour every night for two months that is set aside as tonight it's this candidate, tonight it's this Voice candidate. Voice of the and then, public. And then we do, yes. The reasonable place like AOC. And, and I mean, exists. it sounds antiquated because people get their, you know, yeah. media online, but they a lot of people still and will continue to well, use local uh, uh, cable. Well, it's we, be we need, it's not just cable. Years, we man. need to. Uh, uh, I think we need to do some starting with gerrymandering and getting local politics back to local God, issues. We're yeah. having in town right now. Those of you, all of you listeners, uh, our local election is being all decided by, by yeah. and not all at once now. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the big issue that everybody's got themselves all upset about is is national issues that have nothing to do with mayoral campaign. But people are falling for it because they're led to this whole "I got to do this, got to do that." We need to get local elections local, state elections. To benefit our state, not just people in Baton Rouge or New Orleans, and then our national elections, the Electoral College, and the whole manipulation of money and super delegate. There's so many things wrong with the way we elect our president. It's embarrassing to brag about any part of it. And the good parts of the bad parts are still bad parts. The the illusion, and this is why I think having a lottery of people who can can run. You know, everybody who wants to run, yeah, man, and plus Jury a thousand, selection. yeah, a thousand other people that don't want to run your names in the hat anyway. And if you happen to be a bum on the streets in Los Angeles, then we have Better. people who can speak for the bums. Good, Come yeah. on down, bro. You're going to run for president. Eddie Rispone, this is a, 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 not a switch. Eddie Rispone knows no details. Uh, he has no plan. He has no experience. He has $11 million of his own money. He's in the runoff. Now that's just blatantly not how we should select our leadership. Yeah. Now he might be a great guy. He might be a good businessman, I have but that is not how, we should be electing our business. Why our do leadership. you want it? Why would you <clears throat> want to invest your money? I wonder. 
Because maybe you're going to make a whole bunch more the rest of your life if you can get into that position of power. It's sure. just a ludicrous thing that we allow, man. That, and, so what you're going to do about think, it, man? What are you going to do about God, it? God, man, it's, it's funny how... Let's it's ask the, the new guy, Andy. Andy, Andy what are you going to do about it? You have time to think about this shit. We've been talking. What are you going to do about it? I don't know. I'm going to vote. <laughs> there, gonna well, that's not a bad complaint. answer. I, I'm going to yeah. run for... What is it, mayor? Yes, <laughs> city parish I don't president. Have any Interesting. Money. Interestingly, you said it just like he did when he was going to run. Yeah. Run for it. What do they call yeah. it? Mayor? I'll Which do that. Thing am I gonna that's run? How, yeah, that's how we I started. In fact, I think he was going to run for judge. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'll run for some political office. I have no political views. I have no money. I. I Same speak here. for the people. About they, money. I got views. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a problem well, about the I whole make, money. I can thing. get views. It cost money to do that. I'm going to get me some views. Yeah. I've seen politicians have to to ask for money and stuff, and it's the whole thing is abhorrent and distasteful. Yeah. and it's just. I mean, and I understand. And this it's a flip side of the argument that uh, only the rich people are giving money to candidate A. That means they expect to get paid back. Well, yes, they do. Somebody's going to do the service, so I'm buying the service, <laughs> yeah. the right to do that service. Yeah. And if you have, theoretically, you have real bid laws and you pay attention, then there is some degree of fairness. But I'm at least ensuring that somebody who will, and, and I'm investing money, so I want somebody who will protect my investment. That's why I'm giving money to you. So it's, it makes sense that I'll give money to people who are going to help me reinvest my money. But this 1000 for you and 1000 for you, you all duke it out so that I'm in tight with both of you, that's that's not protecting my investment. Well, it is, I guess. It's maybe doubly pro- It's just the wrong way to do this shit. Well, it's just, just like... Well, it's well, all tainted. You, you follow it logically. What does the candidate need money for? It needs money for um, outreach to get their message out so that people know... Or, or, of course, alternatively, not outreach to get their message out, but outreach to like... Try to muddy the waters and sure. say that the yeah. other person is something. You need it for noise amplification. <clears throat> yes, you need it for noise amplification. And so then where does that money come from? Well, right now, a lot of it comes from special interests who can create packs to, to uh, amplify that message. Or it comes from individuals who can give a still regulated amount of money. What, what different, 1200 or 2800 or 5000 It depends on what races. But that money is not coming necessarily from you and me. I mean, I've been sending my 20 bucks to Bernie. You know, he's gotten a little bit out of me o- over the course of, you know, a couple years. But it's not a ton of money. But he's able to, you know, run this campaign. But the, the point is, we... we, we how have we allowed this to continue for so long where the money and, and, and then <laughs> well, to be enshrined yeah. in, in Citizens United yeah where we, uh, literally money we're, we're not even lying about it money is speech hmm. and money is also uh, a, a thing protected. that you don't necessarily yeah. get access to yeah and it's also but protected the people that do sure. yeah we're going to protect yeah. it well the I, the I, fact I of the matter know. is that it, it, it happened as a result like you know that corny as it is you put a frog in some cool water yeah. and slowly heat. not true well but it is you tried that yeah <laughs> it didn't work with my they puppy i yeah. didn't work with my puppy i'll tell you that he jumped right out. <laughs> so, uh, oh little puppy now no puppies were ever boiled in my house <laughs> uh, in my backyard no just a warm cats warm either pot. yeah, yeah so just a couple of frogs bit the dust yeah. you know the, the, i think we've we've rolled into a 
halfway through not paying attention. Most of us don't pay attention. I mean, you and I come <laughs> in once a week, we get riled up, we bring Andy yeah. in, we rile him up. But we, <laughs> we are atypical to most people, and they vote based on what who has lately angered them. Yeah. Most people who vote these days are voting in opposition to, not in favor of. And this whole idea that they're voting for where they get free shit, most people don't. I don't think that motivates most people. <laughs> I'm getting free shit. It's no like this guy will not send me back to Mexico, or this guy will not uh, allow I, I, allow the uh, entral the cow entrails to be dumped into my river over there. Uh, that you know. Uh, I don't know what motivates people to vote. I mean, I think mostly in a place like this, it's partisanship. They're voting against the my, other yeah, my team. Point, yeah, sure. They yeah. want to beat the other team. Yeah. They're ang- you know angry, and, and they have all these lists of. Uh, uh, things that if Grievances. they start listing, you can yeah. refute every single one. It's a, it's Bo- a festivist. Both sides, it, both uh, sides. Oh, yeah, it's the festivist but, poll. But I'm mad about everything. But but, <laughs> but just the idea of this both sides thing, that's why I was one reason why I was so uh, intrigued and pleased to see Carly run. Uh, Carly, who is a self professed former Republican, uh, an independent candidate, is just like, oh my God, is that not sexy? Compared that, to what see, we're to used me, to, to me, that should be her crowning glory. But just one of the things they're vilifying for her yeah. for is that somehow oh, painted. Dude, being, I know Democrats. Yeah. I know these black <clears throat> Democrats and the, who like. Oh, I'd rather vote for a Republican. At least I know what he is. Yeah, that, wow, see, that just astounds really? me. Yeah, really astounds me. But but it tells you that they'd rather vote for a sports fan than somebody who has oh, yeah. gone beyond the, you or know, the they, they would rather it, totally totally vote for an illusion oh, that man. reinforces it. it's an it's all an illusion yeah, they believe they're yeah, going to it's all an uh, illusion this, but but this, in, <clears throat> being an independent is is at least pointing at the illusion for me like it nothing is more cancerous than than it's this part of the party yeah yeah the, I'm, i have a problem with it, this the whole party thing. It just it I, is stupid. Because I understand problems, it, but it's... Problems aren't solved with <laughs> no, a party outlook. Not They're solved close. with information and and uh, uh, exploration that's and we solution. Need, uh, we need enforced conversation. Whoa, well, That's yeah. what I was just going to ask, was when do we go back to we the people? Yeah, it's not I Democrats, don't know, man. It's not well, that's the revolution. It's not really even like independence or the Green Party or the Tea Party. Or- we need some hero yeah. who already has a following because they will not get any credit or time from the media unless they already have a following and are sexy and and you know. Hot. You know you're right about that. And then we need for them to talk about nothing but that. Nothing. They need to run for president with money, and they need to say the problem, folks is the two-party system, and let me tell you why. And start listing in the same way yeah. Bernie does with healthcare or Elizabeth Warren does with education, and just start explaining. I was about to say, Bernie and, and Elizabeth are doing a, a very aggressive job of stating facts, <laughs> yeah. but they've been branded as outliers when, in fact, I think they're probably the... Yeah, I, I, think, I think Elizabeth Warren has, argument. has a good chance of superseding Biden here in the next few months. Oh, I uh, think months. Biden's toast, and I'll just go on record as hoping yeah. so. So, okay. I mean, I, I'd be happy to see her, but I do think she's another... Obama slash Hillary, and I worry about her electability. Honestly, well, my wife says the same thing. So yeah, no way she'll get elected. Yeah, so I haven't picked my uh, my candidate that I'm for. I just know I love Yang. that I'm against. Not, and, yeah, well, like, against yeah I like Yang's all. arguments, and they sound. Well, great Yang just sounds like a re- he sounds like. I would like to think I sound until I go listen to our podcast and say, Jesus, Jacob, you sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about killing the rich. Well, no, that part's sane, but some of the other stuff. I don't think that the the 
I think we could somehow or another take so much money from the rich that we could steady our society, and they wouldn't even know. They wouldn't even know except for the no, whining. No, they would know if you took enough. But um, They got a lot of spare out there. But we buddy. could design <laughs> some taxes, like for instance, the highest frequency trading tax, that, would, that we could raise enough money to fundamentally... Uh, uplift the disenfranchised lower classes and alter. That's the a good thing you just said society. out loud. Repeat what you said: the high frequency trading. <laughs> yeah, tax? that's one of the ideas. Uh, that's <clears throat> that's uh, what Yang Andrew Yang would use to uh, help with his to get about six hundred billion of his one point two trillion for his thousand uh, bucks a month per person um, universal basic income. That would raise uh, almost half of it. The other uh, eight hundred billion would be raised by like I mean it's just moving. Stuff for you know, it's basically just changing the way that we spend money. It wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't notice it, except that it would be another one of those things that would be good for the economy, good for the long term health of the republic, and bad for somebody's revenue stream. You know, so or it won't just or even it hurts their feelings that those people who deserve nothing are getting something for nothing. Yeah, as if our our baseline has to be low no matter what. Uh, we no matter what our baseline has to be low. Yeah, you have to we have do not aspire nothing. to anything the, better there, than There is something to and, that a lot of people think you have to have people suffering or it just won't make sense. You know, like uh uh yeah. I, yeah. I don't know, not morally because that can't be morally. It's more like just uh, the way that they it's, they it's zero sum. They think it's zero sum. You oh, have yeah. to have oh, some there's people, totally the zero sum out of Yeah, thing. but I mean it's obviously uh, if if you pay attention to stats and the progress is it's not ludicrous. Pie. It's a stupid idea. Of course, everyone can have what they need. The earth is producing enough for nine billion. Hopefully, it'll continue to do so as we get to nine billion, uh, uh, and maybe we'll learn to waste less in the next, you know, ten odd years. Uh, but 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 the population of the earth will level off. You know, th- th- there's this economy. It's like fish in aquarium. Yeah, man, Pareto. You know, as we uh, get more affluent, we we. We, 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 you know, we have fewer children and we uh, can use those assets more. The problem is that we also increase uh, the use of energy and the use of food and all these inputs go up. This is a good time for me to remind everybody that the United States throws away 35% of its food production every day. 35% yes. of our edible, this is not the waste food, this is not the bruised apples. These are the edible, well, well, not maybe, pretty. Maybe, maybe, yeah, it's like and less, it could be applesauce. It might not oh, so be. It's not even that. I thought that was part of it, like the ugly tomato. No. Ugly stuff goes, yeah. we consider that edible. Just because it's ugly, yeah. we consider it edible. We don't consider it sellable for five bucks too much at Whole Foods. Yeah. But if you turn it into stew or something like we throw away food that's a, a, a day late when it's got five more days on it. We do, there's so much waste in this country. We could feed everybody in America a nourishing, healthy meal, yeah. not not but see, that's protein the other, loaf. I mean, uh, but will they will they turn their nose up at it and go get a burger? You know, and, and, and well, then there's we that just, too. I like well, my burgers. Right. I mean, me too. But I mean, the thing is, you can have a. You know, it's not like you can't have those things. It's that you gotta be active. We just we we have all these weird relationships with with our society with our bodies with our impulses and our addictions i mean we just we're just a really fundamentally goofy culture in the u.s we've gotten so far away from a lot of like reasonable ways of living life you know but part of it is just this consumerism i mean we just have access to whatever we want i just got this shirt today for seven dollars what am i not gonna now i have 94 shirts you know instead of 93 it's ridiculous, man. Oh, yeah. I got too many damn shirts. I, I don't know the, what I'm saying. <laughs> don't know why you brought that up. I <laughs> went to the dry cleaner yesterday, and, and I, uh, 
I'm embarrassed to. I'm not even going to tell you. But and I shouldn't be going to a dry cleaner. I'm not a dry Where'd cleaner kind of guy. It's this place called A1. Because you should go to Gold and they're <clears throat> cheap, dude. Well, this guy's his prices are fine. Oh, okay, then. I thought but it was like a bill it, issue. It, it, well, it was because I picked up a lot of shirts. Oh, a lot yeah. of shirts. And I'm thinking, you know, somebody should punch me right in the face. This is wrong. Yeah. You know, there's a... That's just I, I don't I need don't know, I, don't I don't need know. this many shirts dry cleaned. I should yeah. be wearing like you. I should be wearing black t-shirts and enough of those to get through a wash day. Who am I going to impress looking different? I'm not a freaking peacock. Be, it would be way cooler if there was there wasn't such an environmental cost to that textile. To I mean that's the thing is if if it was if it was Star Trek. And we'd gotten the replicator, and you could just replicate you a nice shirt and then throw it back in there at night, and the molecules go back into the hopper. But, you know, the, the reality is that shirt, you know, pr- if it was dyed, it probably <laughs> oh. poisoned somewhere in India or Bangladesh. Well, and, and, if it, and then it was shipped. Sure. And sure. that's a big old. The person who made it, the person who died at the, the amount of times I've paid to have chemicals run over it to clean it, and those chemicals poured into the main yeah. waste stream somewhere. Not to mention the workers. And on and that on. Probably. Yeah. I would you know, be better off, service. almost better off, if I could keep a shirt clean. And I buy cheap clothes. I have a lot of them because I don't spend a lot. But if I could keep them clean for just a few days and I didn't have to wash them. Every time I drink a yeah. cup of coffee or something, <laughs> I could buy more shirts than I put on based on what I pay to clean the damn gum things. Yeah, it's just crazy. It, it, what is what's wrong with me? Well, see, but but, but it's not yeah. what's wrong with you, Ed. It's that that these kinds of things. I mean, I mean, it's the problem is that we we have this uh, fear of activist government, and you know, for for good reason in some ways. But I mean, the the bottom line is a lot of these things could be solved with you know, uh, uh, syntaxes, basically. I mean, you could say, you know, if you're going to buy shirts, well, but it's an extra buck, and that buck goes to whatever it may be, uh, uh, textile workers or, uh, you know, making, <clears throat> uh, shipping more efficient. Or, I mean, there's so many things that you could just, you know, yeah. th- 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 and, th- and then maybe you buy one fewer shirts per year. And, and and in the meantime, there's more money to be spent on the things that the realities that of the yeah. textile industry. Well, I blame I blame money for making me want more shirts. And well, you have I, money. You know, I mean, I you have, have enough money to buy shirts. Yeah, I have been. I have. I am a really, creature who has been. Cre- and I, I study this stuff in my own head, and I have been created to believe just. My reality is just a fraud, you know. I think well, I'd be better off. Uh, well, the thing is, man, it doesn't take much. I'm going to, to announce be... now that I'm becoming a Buddhist priest, and I'm going to live nice. in the woods. Mail checks to my wife. You... She didn't do this. <laughs> uh, I'm out. You already uh, failed because you want people to recognize how humble you are to go into the woods. Damn, come it! You caught me. <laughs> oh man, uh, shoots the heck out of my plan because that's Buddhist types, which I am. We don't like to brag. Yeah. You know, if I wasn't, if I wasn't as Buddhist as I am. I'd probably brag about it, but because lesser Buddhists do brag. But, the, and, uh, but, but I do. I am aware of this whole suffering idea. I got that down. Oh uh, yeah, man. I could let go of it. I'd be under that Bodhi tree. But you know that, that's the thing. I I, I was reading uh, 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 this great author uh, Saul Bellow. Re, you know, reading from some <laughs> stuff in like the fifties, and and he's talking about the the bourgeois, and it's actually uh, he's talking about this uh, filmmaker Boonwell. But but he's. Uh, talking about you know how, how these bourgeois people are being represented and i realize man i mean i i don't make that much but i make enough to pay my bills and i make enough in this country to be bourgeois in a way that these people 
50 years ago would think, I mean, man, I, I, you know, my wardrobe is crazy. I, you know, I, I eat out, I, I cook whatever I want to eat at night. You know, we, we cook crazy, delicious food. It's because we have access to it. Sounds and we have to just be enough like he disposable. needs a cut in pay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for taking the hit on the payroll there, Jake. <laughs> but yeah, I have enough disposable income to be what people would consider, you know, 70 oh, odd years yeah. ago, yeah. amazingly bourgeois. Oh yeah, and so oh, yeah. and so. Why don't I buy fewer things and eat more beans? I, I don't know, okay. man. It's well, the people around it's, me. We're, we're keeping up with each other, and it's we're keeping up with the wrong time. things. I'll dude. give you a quick sidebar story, and then I got to go. Okay, but uh, I had some Buddhists uh, right straight out of uh, India and Tibet came to the house, and uh, literally they flew into Lafayette. <laughs> we picked them up, came to the house, and uh, one of them was the translator could speak some English, and the other two were. They could say hello and thank you, but not much else. Yeah. Uh, one was a geshe, uh, ripoche, big deal, and another one was just a regular old monk. And then what? the other guy was a monk, monk. Uh, this was a life changing experience. I, I bet. Mean, hugely. Yeah. How long did they but, stay? Uh, a week. Yeah. And then one of them came back and spent another week with us later. Uh, so <laughs> he guy, liked it. He liked well, the he cooking. Was, he was coming back. Yeah. He said, Ed, uh, Ed and chair roll. This is Tim. <laughs> anyway, uh, they, they come to the house. And we get them set up. Anyway, at some point, when we open the refrigerator for the first time, <laughs> the guy opens the refrigerator and he looks in there, and he—you he, could see him, like, start to fall backwards. And he turned to us and he said to the translator, "These motherfuckers are rich. <laughs> this, we are living with the top shelf because they'd already seen a cake. My wife had made one of these round bunt cake things. Yeah, and they, you got cake and this refrigerator like this." And the, the translator was like, they they just don't get this. He had been in America a while. He was yeah. one. said, they just don't, this is nuts. You people don't understand what you're presenting to these guys. Yeah, man. I mean, and the cake the cake blew their mind, but when they opened the door, there was a dozen eggs, gallon of milk, a ham, <laughs> lettuce, 70 bottles of salad dressing, yeah. whatever. It, in watching their reaction in the real world, you know, you hear about this, but you see it. It's like, holy cow, you get it. And we took them the next most astounding recognition of watching them see what we did. Um, we'd had them for a week, and it was their last day there. <clears throat> and we were all at the, there was 12 of them, so four families had three each. And we were all at one family's house, and we're doing chanting and all kind of cool stuff. And they said, well, it's time to go home. And they said, well, uh, Walmart, Walmart. They wanted to go to Walmart. They knew about Walmart. <laughs> oh they had all, they'd all gotten some money donated to them. They had 20 bucks a piece or something. So <laughs> we take these guys, and we drive them to Walmart. And it, you, you cannot appreciate what you got until you see it through the eyes these guys saw it for. It took us about 15 minutes to get them past the front door part. They walked in there and they looked around and, and it was like, and then like, where's the watch and where's the jeans? They want jeans for their friends and the, the Dalai Lama says they can have a watch, but they don't want anything else, but they get jeans for their friends. So we did all the buying we could do and they went up and they took their money out and paid and we took them back out front. <laughs> And we couldn't get the the Rinpoche. We could we couldn't get him to come back to the car. He was standing in the parking lot. It was almost midnight. I'm stay here. It's almost midnight, <laughs> and and he's standing in these orange and and, and red robes, yeah. looking at this giant Walmart sign in an empty parking lot. And it, it's it was like the, an Edward Hopper kind of painting situation yeah, where this man. guy's standing looking up at the sign, and you could see from the back of his head he's like, "Kill! This is just I don't know if he thought it was awesome or terrible." 
Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't, probably he thought it was terrible because he was wise enough to see the consumerism and the consumption and well, the, and it's not just the that it's waste the, and the yeah, it's, the, it's, it's that represents this globe-spanning idea of like what we should have you know pillage whatever you can wherever it is to bring it here to bring it to where it you know people matter in the first world you know where they can actually afford it and so so it's these tendrils of greed that stretch past you know you know all over the world back and forth and back and forth uh, you know, in the form of shipping lanes and mining and so, uh, and are you saying that you're saying that the monks were greedy because they wanted American stuff? Uh, no, no, I think that's what I heard. No, not at all. I mean, yeah. I think that they're like. I mean, that I can't imagine the vision that they're seeing. That's what I'm saying. The, the, to see them seeing uh, this, yeah, I, it's like you know, you watch a movie and they open the doors to the king's palace, and it's like, yo, yeah, that's what these guys were seeing in the real world. It wasn't a movie to them. Yeah, I mean, like, like and, they talk about. There, there's some anecdotes of uh, Russian scientists who defected uh you know in the world in world war ii or in the wake of it and that they uh they see the, our our uh, grocery store shelves and sure. it's just like this th this has got to be like one that they padded to make it look yeah. like this so we think yeah. the u.s is great no they all look like that yeah we got a lot more than we need and i mean and it's she, great she, and i'm go out back a third of it's in the trash can yeah it's just, it, 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 you would think people would be more suspicious of of that but you know that's they the thing are is, that's suspicious all they that's know. the whole point that's people are suspicious that's why they're afraid that's why they're voting yes. against stuff they're suspicious of everything yeah a whole lot of people in town right yes. now are voting against carly because they're convinced that the city council people are lining their own selfish pockets yeah with 25 by, grand a year. by doing whatever they're doing it's not the salary it's that other money they're stealing from us because they have a library tax they're lining their pockets with that money yeah they believe that stuff they've been told so many lies and so many re and legitimate reasons to be skeptical let me not start defending how we do things we're we're whack yeah but we don't have to vote in anger to fix whack but we it, gotta fix whack <laughs> well and, and that psychology is classic transference because the people they should be angry at are the business people that are sowing these narratives the business people who are actually stealing from taxpayers pockets by either reducing or eliminating their tax burden by getting all kinds of things paid for sewage or you know whatever it is oh oh we'll build this thing but we do want 10 years of no taxes and free sewage and whatever the hell it is that we That's a, gift yeah. to businesses just so that they'll play oh, yeah. with us well it's kind of like the nfl well i'll give you 100 million and you score touchdowns later that's how we do business incentives now yeah. we'll give you the money and you score touchdowns oh you didn't score touchdowns well that's a bummer we'll trade you to another team yeah and pay off <laughs> your pay off your debt keep that money <laughs> and uh, okay we've been longer right, than i was yeah. willing to go this is going to be a this huge Fun. project. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's say we have a goodbye. Andy, well, well, there is it. Well, thanks for inviting me. Yeah, fun. we'll do this. Uh, we're sporadic, but if you get your email hooked up, we'll invite you every Thursday yeah. that yeah, we yeah. do it. But it's very much uh, you wait till about two and see if we're going to do it. At three. <laughs> okay, well, and then it, at it's always on Thursday, but it's <laughs> well, today was okay, but it's good to have you back in the fold. I'm otherwise known as Uncle Eddie. That's Jacob over there. Thanks, y'all. You can tell them how to email us and stuff. Oh, yeah. Look, if show? you want to uh, be mad at me or email and be on the show, uh, J White, that's the letter J White at AOCINC.org. Email me, please, later. Trick or treat. Guys.